Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Today we're going to be talking about the Austin Monitor. I think some of y'all have, or any of our listeners have probably seen it. They subscribe to BG Reads. It's a dedicated news source that's covering, amongst everything else, city city of Austin politics, both at City Hall, the county, and the surrounding metro. Our guest today is Joel Gross, who's the CEO of Austin Monitor. And just as a disclosure, I ser- currently serve on the board of the Monitor, um, but I've been a dedicated uh, subscri- well, subscriber when they were subscribed, subscribing and about, or, you know, when they had the paywall. So, Joel, glad to have you on the show. Yeah, happy to be here, AJ. And uh, yeah, a lot of changes that were uh, good changes at the Monitor that I'm looking forward to sharing, uh, you know, talking about with you today. Well, great. Let's start with the history of the Austin Monitor. I mean, even I learned more last week when you had, you had that uh, small group talk, but I didn't know how how, how far back it went in Austin. Start, yeah. Start that. yeah, for sure. So, you know, uh, the roots actually go back to the late 90s. Uh, it, it started off as, um, as a newsletter, but we're going to date ourselves here. It was a faxed newsletter. So before this big newsletter craze that everyone... Um, you know, reads on their phones right now. This was a fax newsletter to kind of uh, people that cared about local government. The founding team had noticed that there was a void in re- in kind of the coverage on these in-depth local government, community-based issues. And so what they did was they started this focused publication where they just kind of went a little bit deeper into these stories that they felt weren't being covered. And a lot of people uh, really found value in those stories. And that's really how the Austin Monitor got started. And it fo- it kept up that kind of trajectory of that focused in-depth reporting uh, for quite a few decades um, and ultimately kind of launched um, as a nonprofit in 2013. And for a while, I mean, I've been a subscriber since before even before we launched the M Group and it was a paywall um, but I mean, it was worth it. I, I felt just from the in-depth coverage y'all provided. And we have, you know, there is a a dedicated local newspaper. But I think, as with uh, most news, local news over the, over the last several decades, it's it's changed, right? Yeah. And the focus on, especially, I think, you know, we're in the business of politics and city hall, and you know, we're aware, you know, just the thing, the coverage y'all provided was just targeted and insightful. You know, it was worth the money we paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Um, and that's a lot of the feedback that what we got. Um, and honestly, it was working, right? Uh, but what the problem was is what you mentioned earlier is that, you know, the new space has really had a lot of headwinds over the last two decades. Um, you know, most newspapers are for-profit newspapers. They generate a lot of their revenue from advertising. Um, the advertising space has changed dramatically since the advent of the information age and the internet. Um, so a lot of those advertising dollars that were standing up and 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 kind of the backbone of newspapers have really shifted away to your online advertising um, platforms like your Googles, your social media, and things like that. And newspapers, you know, have really struggled. But the problem is that you know local news provides not only um, you know information provides kind of a civic service and. The Monitor um, had been doing that work for a long time, and I think right around the time that you probably came into the the ecosystem of the Monitor, we had begun discussions because we had just saw a really big gap open up in what the community needed and what was out there in the local news space. Um, And so that was kind of, you know, that's where we found ourselves a couple of years ago, probably when you uh, when you first kind of got more deeply connected with the organization. Great. And what's changed? I mean, let's start to your your tenure, the monitor is coming up on a year, a little over a year. 
Yeah, actually, you no. Know, I, was, I was on the CEO search. I should know. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not, right. But a lot of changes yeah. under you know. I think the, the biggest change was 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 getting you on, you getting a, a new CEO in place. Yep. So we got that. And what? So you know, following that search and securing you on this this role, what yep. what's been going on since then? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, one of the things when you were helping lead the search that um, the board was interested in was. Um, trying to lean into this uh, public service aspect of our mission and kind of fill this growing local news and information void here um, for the community. And so, you know, there's a, a little known paper right in our backyard uh, by the name of the Texas Tribune that has really, um, you know, presented a very strong case for how a nonprofit news organization can work really well. They've, they launched in 2009 um, and have grown just about every single year. And I would argue to be cut, say one, one of the prominent, most preeminent news sources in Texas and, and, and maybe even the country at that. And so the board had seen that success from the, that nonprofit model. And then and, and the Texas Tribune, actually, they don't have a paywall. They never have had a paywall. They give away their news because they feel like it's that important. They try to get um, donations from their readers. They get uh, support from local businesses and, and, and corporations um, across the, the state and also philanthropy. And they said, you know, we can make that work and give away the news for free because it's that important. And so, you know, the board had said, hey, we'd like to try to mimic that uh, for the Austin area. We think there's a really great need. We think that we would get a lot more, you know, we think that we would bring in a lot more readers but um, it was a pretty big shift. And so the first year in my role, um, I basically did, uh, you know, tried to, to see if this uh, if this could we could actually do this. And then right around a year ago, uh, November of last year, 2021, we actually made that switch. Um, and so now all of our news and resources is full are fully free to the community. You do not have to pay a subscription. There is no paywall. Um, and after that launch, the hope was what we might get a few more readers as we start to grow. We've got about 150,000 um, more readers that have come in in just uh, this year alone. And I think, you know, I think there's a lot of room to grow. Austin's a very dynamic city, as I'm sure you've talked about a lot uh, with your listeners here. And um, there's a there's a need. People want to know what's going on. There's not a lot of great options out there. And we hope to kind of be that go to option as we grow. Excellent. So we have paywalls down. What's coming up? If you can give any preview into 2023. Yeah, absolutely. What's so, already started? I know I get the emails and there's been uh, things are already coming to motion, but what's going on now in this quarter through yeah. 2023? Yeah, yeah. Good question. So um, we actually have a big uh, event coming up at the beginning of October called City Summit. And, you know, this a good part of um, a community focused news organization is not just getting out good trust and news. It's really trying to build a deep relationship and engage the community. And that means, you know, going out and, and convening and interacting and bringing together conversations around the issues that we cover. And that's what City Summit is designed to do. That's actually, it's going to be at the Long Center. We've got a great uh, lineup. It's for a day on October 5th. Um, and there's, uh, you know, still uh, actually some a few tickets available. If um, any of your listeners would like to join us, we'd love to have them. If you can't afford a ticket, we actually have reserved some for free for the community. This is meant to be, um, you know, a community-focused event. So we're really excited about that event that's coming up. 
Um, in 2023, we hope to do a lot more of these type of community events. Um, you know, a lot of people know the monitor, but there's still even more that don't know the mo monitor. And that means getting out there, building those relationship with the community, building trust with the community, learning what information gaps are out there, and then responding and filling that with our reporting and the things that we're doing. And so that's, you're going to probably see a lot of us out there. Uh, and as you start to see that name, know that, you know, our focus as a nonprofit, our, we judge our success not by a bottom line, but it's how well that we are serving the community. And so that's one of the unique parts about our work. And Joel, lastly, are, where are ways that uh, citizens or interested individuals can get involved and monitor both monetarily, to sponsor or different programs like that? And also, uh, you know, any, you know, looking at the board, I know we have an advisory, a strategic, strategic advisory committee now. Yeah. Um, any information on that? We can also provide this in the show notes, but if you want to highlight any of that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely provide that in the in the notes. But for now, yeah, I'd love to talk about a few ways. You know, the first is as a nonprofit, you know, we we rely on support from our readers in the in the community. If you get a chance to come through to our publication and read it and read it often and find value in there, we, you know, you're going and providing a donation is really how we can continue to survive and do the good quality reporting. That is what funds our work is your kind of support there. So anyone that makes a donation, we consider a member with your membership. You get really some cool benefits that come with that. Um, you get to hear from us uh, a little bit kind of inside look on what we're doing. You get kind of access to the events that we're going. And that's just kind of a gratitude to to those that really take the next step and support our work. From the business side, um, there's a lot of ways for businesses to kind of get plugged in and to help our work too. Some of those events that we mentioned are, are there's availability to sponsor those from the businesses, which connects your brand directly with our work and the community. We also have a membership program from our uh, for our, our local businesses that connects your brand with our readers. And so, um, you know, as you, the local businesses that do business here that work here. You know, this is a way that for you to send a signal that you care about your uh, your customers, your neighbors, getting access to good community focused news. And so, you know, those would be the main two ways. If you work for a business that's looking to um, kind of help uh, serve the community in a, in a in a in a kind of a whole comprehensive way, our scope is the uh, the community of Austin. That's who we serve. Um, you know, I would I would love to have a conversation with you um, about how to kind of get a little bit more involved. And so, you know, those are a couple ways. Um, once you see us out there, um, I, I always love coming up with creative ways to get involved to it. You know, AJ, you mentioned our strategic advisory events council. If you're really passionate about kind of the local news space and learning how to grow, um, you know, see what it's like to grow a local news organization, these advisory council members kind of give us guidance along the way and help us make us a little bit better version of ourselves. And so, you know, that's a third way that you can even get involved too. Great. We'll put information on all that in the show notes. Joel, thank you for your time. Joel Gross is the CEO of the Austin Monitor, a 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization covering important issues and key decisions at the intersection of Austin Metro local government and the community. Thank you for your time. Thanks, AJ. I appreciate it.